This is the StoryCast. I'm Russell Silva. Welcome to Season 3 of the StoryCast, where in each show we tell the extraordinary story of a person, place, or thing. Follow along this whole season as we weave together tales to unlock the secret of this season's theme. It's great to be back. Thanks for subscribing. Let's get to it, shall we? Maybe you've heard this story in the news, in the paper, online, but I don't think this story is really in this story. The real story? It's sunken in the depths, amongst the missing pieces. So what the hell happened? What the hell? Anyone close to this mystery, or even just within earshot, asks themselves that question at the start, in the middle, and probably at the end. What the hell happened? Perhaps a dude named Peter wonders that to this day. And most certainly, if only for a moment, it was a question pondered by a woman named Kim. And then the other participants in this story, myself and surely you, most great stories start with that question. With a good old fashioned, what the hell just happened? But this isn't a story of greatness, nor grandness, nor goodness. It's a sick, sad, ferocious story. And maybe that's what makes it great, in a way. Because when terrible things happen, especially to good people, understanding the plight of the victim brings their story, their greatness, to light. In the case of our story, that his or her is a her. And that her is Kim Wall. August 10th, 2017. The story started. And then the facts completely in there. The story to tell is unknowable, but that's where the story is, so that's where we'll go. Here are the facts. On the evening of that August 10th, 2017, Ms. Wall boards a submarine near Copenhagen. She's a respected Swedish freelance journalist of four years, setting sail for a short trip to do research about the inventor of this experimental 40-ton submarine. She's just 30 years old an alumna of Columbia Graduate School of Journalism, with light brown hair that always seems to be shedding sunlight from somewhere. And that's just what this story needs, a little light to be shed. Wall has spent her career shedding light from dark places, reporting and writing features for the New York Times and The Guardian, giving voice to the voiceless in Uganda, North Korea, and Haiti. But this evening, her captain and the inventor of the submarine, Peter Madsen, 46, a Danish hobby engineer and self-proclaimed inventopreneur. Madsen is a well-known inventor who crowdfunds huge projects to build big things like floating rocket testing platforms and for space exploration, or say, the world's largest privately built submarine, the Nautilus, as the craft was so named, had just launched in 2017, powered by a diesel and electric motor its size massive in the experimental realm at almost 18 meters. That's 20 yards on a football field. Wall boards the vessel at 7 p.m. and it sets sail into the chilly waters off the eastern coast of Denmark, just to the north of the Orsens Motorvehen, the nearly five-mile bridge that connects Copenhagen to the southernmost tip of Sweden. The submergible craft cruises along above the water, prompting a photo to be taken of the duo at 8.30 p.m. by a passenger on a passing cruise ship. In the photo, Wall and Madsen stand perched atop the submarine's observation bridge, a huge smile across Wall's face in the golden sunlight of the setting sun. 
The light really does always seem to follow Kim. The craft is sighted again around midnight out at sea. And then, in those echoless hours, in those unknowable moments, something goes terribly wrong. The cruise goes on too long, and Wall never comes home. It's sometime during these hours that the bitter heart of this story took place in the mysterious, vacant, unknowable moments. We know that the craft is sighted by the cruise ship passenger and then a merchant ship around midnight. Police are first notified of trouble by Wall's boyfriend around 2.30 a.m. after she doesn't return home that night from what was supposed to be a short trip out to sea. The submarine is not equipped with satellite or tracking devices, so after alarm was raised, rescuers scoured the waters to no avail. Finally, the vessel would be sighted from a lighthouse around 10.30 a.m. in the waters further south. Rescuers establish contact with Madsen and head his way. But by 11 a.m., when help arrives just off the southern coast of Denmark, the sub is gone. Madsen is found in the waters and rescued by maritime authorities. But Kim Wall and the experimental craft she was aboard are nowhere to be found. When Madsen is safe and sound, he's questioned. Initially, he reports having safely dropped her off at a harbor restaurant near Copenhagen. But Kim Wall never turns up, and the search continues. After CCTV footage is poured over, and hours go by, and Madsen is questioned at a judicial hearing. Just a day later, he changes his tune. Madsen's revised accounts of events make this story even more horrific and confusing. And when things don't add up, there's usually one big missing piece to the story. Madsen's explanation was that Kim Wall died in an accident and that he had buried her at sea in the Koge Bay, about 30 miles south of Copenhagen. The search operation for the homemade submarine and wall set sail. Rescuers comb over the waters of Orisund. Madsen is charged with negligent manslaughter and arrested, a charge which he strongly denies. He claims no wrongdoing, rather that an accident on board and a technical malfunction led to the tragic events. Days pass. Kim, still nowhere to be found. Just a few days later on the 14th, Authorities privy to Madsen's closed-door testimony say of the incident, quote, The sinking of the submarine was allegedly a consequence of a deliberate act. So those are the facts. I'll ask it again. What the hell happened? So often hearing the facts don't tell us anything at all, really. The story really is buried somewhere deep, deep within the missing pieces, and discovering that story can take your mind to some dark, horrific places. Yet no place is too horrific when you're sifting through to find the truth. It's crucial to leave no stone unturned when you don't even know what's buried. And then a discovery that begins to bring the darkness to light. The StoryCast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com stories. Over 180,000 titles to choose from, all on your mobile device. So support the show and enrich your mind at audibletrial.com stories.
So a missing woman, an oddball inventor, and a mystery at sea. It has all the makings of a Sherlock Holmes case or an old episode of Batman and Friends. But no matter what the story, there's always a break in the case. And in this story, that break is a little gruesome. 11 days from when the two set sail on the 21st, a body is discovered on the Danish shore south of Copenhagen by a passing cyclist. It really is a horrific scene. That body is merely a torso with arms, legs, and head missing. Having been removed through deliberate cutting and weighed down, according to the police chief, authorities fear the worst and just two days later, DNA testing confirms the worst of Kim Wall's fate. The sunken submarine, the Nautilus, is found and Wall's blood is found aboard. But all the while, Madsen and his legal counsel maintain no guilt, calling the incident an accident. In fact, Madsen further shifts his story to admit throwing Wall's body overboard after the mysterious accident to bury her at sea. And then suddenly, in a public hearing, Madsen's version of the facts come to light. He claims that after the two had been standing atop the sub's observation deck, perhaps even just after that picture is taken by the passing cruise ship passenger. He had been holding the 155-pound submarine hatch open for Wall to descend into the vessel. But Madsen slipped, and that caused her to be hit on the head by the hatch and fall to her death. Says Madsen, quote, I lost my foothold and the hatch shuts. Kim had been severely hurt and was laying with an intense bleeding there was a pool of blood where she landed. He then explained how the accident so horrified him that he hauled her up using a rope and dropped her body into the sea. And then he set out to the open waters to do away with his own life. As so the submarine was named, a nautilus is a mollusk, a cephalopod which peculiarly remained unchanged throughout millions of years of evolution the Nautilus is considered a living fossil connecting the past to the present. Just as the facts of the past and the memory of the present are always so interconnected and woven together. As of this moment, in August of 2017, Madsen remains incarcerated as the investigation continues. He still denies murder and vehemently denies dismemberment or any wrongdoing. The rest of the facts, or at least Madsen's version of them, are sealed pending court proceedings. But as we said, the story rarely is ever in the facts. It's in the missing pieces. And the missing pieces to any story are most often discovered in the not-so-recent past, at the crossroads of proximity and memory. And for this story, for Kim Wall's story, that moment may exist. A moment in the not-so-recent past that sheds some much-needed light, just like the ever-radiant shades of golden sunlight that always seemed to glow from Kim Wall. And she was a glowing force. I'm here to say that for this story, a specific moment lies in the past, a moment from which all investigative timelines and chronology and facts and changing versions of events all may just as well be thrown out the window. Back in 2015, a dispute with a group of volunteers assisting Peter Madsen in the constructing of his crowdfunded experimental craft resulted in the ownership of the Nautilus 
being transferred solely to Mr. Madsen. According to a statement on his website, Madsen messaged the former volunteers with this haunting premonition. Quote, You may think that a curse is lying on Nautilus. That curse is me. There will not be peace on Nautilus for as long as I exist. So, was it a simple interview gone wrong? A cursed vessel? Or evil intentions? Assault, murder, and cover-up? Or simply a cover-up after an honest accident? Perhaps even a cover-up by a tortured innocent man, overridden with guilt? Truth is rarely remembered, most often discovered. And to find that truth, one simply needs a little light to guide the way through the darkness. As American author and Nobel laureate William Faulkner once said, the past is never dead. It's not even past. A crowdfunding campaign for the Kim Wall Memorial Fund is available on GoFundMe. You can find the link in the show description. I urge you to visit the site and watch the moving video on Kim Wall's life. Maybe her life's memory and even her smile will shed some light on your day. Because regardless of the missing pieces of any story, remembering the past gives light to the darkness, breath to the breathless, life to the lifeless, and on and on and on. The StoryCast is produced by myself. I tweet at Russell Silva. Discover more about the incredible original music in this episode in the show description. The StoryCast will return in October with another chapter of life that tells the story of us through a common thread. So until next time, think, feel, and wonder a little bit more. Want to know how you can support the StoryCast in like 30 seconds? It's really easy. Just head over to iTunes or your podcast app and leave a quick rating and review. And that's all it takes. And then go tell a friend. That's it. It's that easy. Thank you.